Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another segment of Bible Study Bros. It's your boy Abdul Moon here. It's your boy Felix. It's your boy Joshua. And today we're going to be reading Matthew 9. I think we read a little bit of this last time. Did we? Did we? Yeah, it's been like a few days since we did the last one. Yeah. I don't think we did. No, eh? Okay. No. So we're going to be starting Matthew 9. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Now I remember the Matthew 8 that we read previously. The boat. Yeah. The, the, the demons. The and demons. The, and the pig. The pig, yeah. But, um, yeah, as usual, we're going to start it off with a prayer for you guys. Um, who's going to pray? Is it my turn? Or, uh, I think so. Did I pray? Okay, I'll just pray. Okay, okay, oh, oh, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day here with the Bible Study Bros. And thank you for all the viewers watching right now. Um, we ask for wisdom and revelation as we read this book together, your book, your word. And we just ask that you will use it and we will use it and inspire us to use it in your word. And inspire us to use it in our daily lives and whatever we got to do today and for the future. I, hope, uh, I pray that. We learn something here, and we we trust um, whatever it is you want to say to us right now. And just want to thank you for this time. Amen. 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 Who's going to start reading? I um, can. You can. All right. Jesus forgives and heals a paralyzed man. Jesus stepped into, into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town. Some men brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Take heart, son, and your sins are forgiven. At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This fellow is blaspheming. Blaspheming. Mm. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your heart? In your hearts. Which which is easier? To say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, Get up, take your mat, and go home. Then the man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God who had given such authority to a man, to man. Hmm. To a man or to men? To man. M-A-N? Yeah. Hmm. What does it say? M-E-N. To men. To men. To men. 
I mean, it means the same thing. Man is more like singular. But he he didn't but it's say not, to um. It's not a like man. It's to man. Like to mankind. Oh. Like to mankind. I see. But, yeah. So this is when they realize that everyone has power. That God's given everyone power to. Yeah. I mean, one part that stumped me is uh, in verse 5 when he says, which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk? (laughs) Because he originally said, take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. And then after he says that, he says to the paralytic, get up take your hermat and go home. You like said everything. <laughs> so... Which one is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven or get up and walk? Your sins are forgiven? Or... None of them sound hard to say. I mean, to get... To say get up and walk to a paralyzed man sounds hard to say. Mm. to do but to forgive their sins is like an easier thing to say or say that their sins are forgiven yeah I'm not really sure maybe but he's trying to say like both of them are like just as easy mm. yeah he I has feel like, like power to do both he's just like it doesn't matter which one I say like it, it goes either way but he's asking it like in like he's asking the Pharisees, like what would be easier, maybe not to him, but to like to them. What would be easier to say, just in like general? Because he starts off by forgiving the guy, and the teachers of the law. They don't like that he's forgiving people because it's like, who are you to forgive someone? Yeah, they say. And Jesus is like, I can forgive. Like, which is easier to say, like. I, uh, your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk and then I think the teachers of the law were probably like well it's harder for a paralyzed man to start walking again so he so Jesus kind of like proved that he can do that and that Well, he, he used the, the paralyzed man walking as a way to confirm that he has authority so he's able to forgive. When he says the son of man, does he refer to himself or to everyone? Because he says, but so that you may know that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sin. I think it's about himself. Yeah, I think it's himself. He's like, it's capitalized, so I think that means like it's like a person yeah I think because before that it was only God that can really forgive but he's saying that he has the power to forgive as well he has authority to forgive interesting When they say who had given such authority to man, 
Does that mean like, ev- well, not like every like we because Jesus is God, so like. Yeah, I think for he did. They were just saying that just because they still saw Jesus as just a man. Yeah. And he was like a human human form. He's like how they were like probably thinking how can this guy how can this man have so much authority, so much power, so much power. Hey Google, what does blaspheming mean? Here's the definition of blaspheme. Speak irreverently about God or sacred things. Would you say anything sacred? I know like the word blasphemy is like, this is madness almost. Towards like God. But blaspheming is specific towards God. I think blasphemy and blasphemy is just like the same word, just yeah. different. Because people just use it differently now. Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Yeah. Do you like read their mind? Yeah, knowing their thoughts. It's so interesting that there's no more like context to it like and the man got up and went home like mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> like the man didn't like say thank you and they like with the bible so. they like leave out a lot of like the information just like oh thank you god like because it's like not really important because mm. of course this guy would probably be like so happy and stuff but if it's not adding to the story like there's no point in writing it because mm. in every sense I feel like it brings something uh, there's no like real filler mm-hmm. it's so concise yeah like it, it was probably like a really epic moment or maybe it wasn't as epic as we would think you just like got it like oh okay <laughs> I know. They bring this paralyzed man over to him, and God just forgave him of his sins. Yeah, they're like, like they were expecting him to be like, "Aren't you gonna like not unparalyze him?" <laughs> interesting, because um, he said it, it says it in verse two when Jesus saw their faith. He said to the paralytic, "So like, like." He can really tell if you're faithful or not. Because yeah. they didn't even say anything. They just, like, brought the paralyzed man to him. And then he already knew, like, okay, this is what you guys want. So, I'm going to give it to you. He could see our faith. Yeah. It's, like, crazy. He's just, like, get up take your mat and go home he's not like expecting anything he's just like just take your mat and go home (laughs) Mm -hmm. so the imagine maybe like one of the teachers of the law like at that point you're just like what the heck okay so he has power to heal a paralyzed man so maybe he does have the power to forgive sins right Mm -hmm. yeah 
Should we read on? Yep. To get more. So, the calling of Matthew. As Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him. And Matthew got up and followed him. While Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and the disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing of this, Jesus said, It is not healthy. It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. For I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Wow. Wow. I like that. Hmm. It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Because so many people are quick to drop people that actually need help. Yeah. I remember that was like a, a theme in the show we're watching. <laughs> the OA. Mm. There's like, oh, I don't want to spoil it, but actually it's not really a big deal. Right? There's just like a scene where there's like this kid that's troubled and they're trying to send him away. And then they like brought up the question like, why do you focus your attention on all the other kids that probably don't need your help like this is the one that actually needs it and you're trying to send him away mm. it's deep because yeah there's a lot of people struggling out there but the moment they do something wrong where the society's like so quick to push them away when they're the ones that actually need it <laughs> the help the attention when Jesus says, but go and learn what this means, I desire mercy, not sacrifice, what does that mean to you guys? Go learn. Mm. Not sacrifice? I desire mercy. So he's... He's doing it out of mercy? Yeah. Um... Uh, he desires Maybe. mercy. Like, he wants you to... Instead of, like, sacrificing stuff to him, like, what they oh. did before, he's asking them to show mercy in the yeah. form of, like, worship instead. Well, yeah, like, yeah, in the Old Testament, like, it was, um... To, for- to have your sins forgiven, you had to sacrifice, but, uh, like, the lamb or whatever. But this is, like, a new way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Jesus is just starting his ministry now. A lot of people still don't, are still in the sacrificial mode. Mm. Yeah, sacrifice was a big thing back then. Mm. Now, when people say, like, to sacrifice, like, I think of, like, sacrificing time, sacrificing other activities that might get in the way of you and your faith, but... He's not looking for you to sacrifice anything. He's just looking for you to show mercy. Show mercy. Like, yeah. Like he could probably sense it in your, or he he definitely can sense that mercy 
in your heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's such a trend in society now. It's just like this hatred. Like, it's so unfiltered online. Like, uh, I don't know. There's like a lot of people struggling that have done like horrible, horrible things. And everyone's just like, burn him. <laughs> like, mm. the most extreme ways of dealing with them. They're like, oh, yeah, we should, like, kill that person, blah, blah, blah. Like, ooh. Well, one of the Middle Eastern countries just, I think their mayor, whatever you want to call it, their leader, just passed a law where you could stone gay people. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, that's not, like, helpful. Yeah. There's like people that need help and we just want to get rid of them. <laughs> like, instead of having to put in the work, help um, people find healing. Yeah. Yeah. We have like a friend that works with these people that have mental issues, that have done horrible things, like even murder. And, like, his, his job is to just be with them. And I think that's, like, very important. Because they, all these people, they're, they need the most help. They're probably the most troubled. Locking them up and just, like, giving them no interaction is... Not healthy. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. I get what the Pharisees mean, though. Like, like, why is your teacher, like, someone who's so godly and just doing such amazing things, like, why is he spending his quality time with people who don't deserve it? Like, yeah. In their eyes, they don't deserve it. But what Jesus is saying is, like, I don't need to hang out with you guys. You guys already know what's good. It's like, it's the people who don't know that I need to hang around with. And that's, that's, um, that's like kind of weird to do nowadays. Like, they always say, like, surround yourself with people who you think are good for you. But there has to be a balance of you surrounding yourself with people who need to look up to you in a way. Yeah. Right? Not trying to play the role of Jesus, but like... There are people that need us. Like we're, mm -hmm. we're all put in like certain situations where we may be surrounded by people that we don't necessarily like, but we can be that light for them. Mm-hmm. Like even like at work, like you may not like your job, but... God could have put you there in that time in that space for a reason to reach somebody that's why I enjoy these like study these bible studies is because we invite people from all walks of life the people who are seasoned believers and people who have fallen off track and, I mean we've all I think we've all fallen off track here and there. Oh, yeah. But it's a, 
it's good to surround yourself with people who aren't always like Mr. Perfect or aren't the prime example of what a believer should be. I don't know if there is a prime example, but other than Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But even just like our viewers too. Uh Uh-huh. For a lot of people to just hear anything that we're saying, we don't know like if any of it is helpful, but it might be helpful for somebody. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of why we wanted to do this too, right? Mm-hmm. We wanted to share with people like there's other ways of looking at religion, and yeah. I feel like surrounding yourself with people that are different also just widens your your mind, your your viewpoint because. I don't know, I found that just, because even on just like a interest level thing, like a lot of my friends, we don't really share that much in common, but I feel like being around people that maybe are different, like widens my viewpoint, I don't know, it just makes me more like of a rounded person. Yeah, you definitely grow more as a human. You start to understand people more and start having compassion for like more people mm-hmm. I think um, another thing I just dissected from this the last part for I have not come to call the righteous but the sinners it's like or even when it says it's not the healthy who need the doctor it's like our society is based and revolved around the topic of like the rich stay rich and the poor stay poor and that's because like the rich get treated a lot better than the poor yeah yeah and like what i notice is the more wealthy you get the more free stuff you get and the more like people want to take care of you all nice and just like Mm -hmm. suck up to you it's like they don't need it yeah. They don't need to have that free flight ticket to wherever they have to go to talk uh-huh. or like any of that. And like celebrities, and they get like free food everywhere they go. People and sending like, them like yeah. their hard work. Like it's not, That's weird. it's not good to just keep giving them more because they've already have plenty. Yeah. No okay. one ever yeah. turns the eye to the poor and says like yeah let me give them some free stuff I mean I wouldn't say no one does it but a majority of people will like yeah they will just focus on the people on top and overlook everyone else cause they they also want to be like um, in that circle yeah Mm -hmm. they do it for so they can be like them and be on their good side Mm mhm yeah, but like Jesus obviously doesn't really care about that. Yeah, like he's chilling with like people that other people feel like don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And, but Jesus is like, they deserve it more than you do. Yeah, or they need it. Yeah, like him being the doctor. Like mm-hmm. you guys are already good. You guys are healthy. Mm-hmm. Let me focus on the people who really need me. Yeah, I like think about how like these influencers these youtubers and stuff a lot of people look up to them mm-hmm. they see them 
oh, they, they helped me through a tough time. Like, they bring me joy, so they want to give them something. Yeah. But, like, there's people that need stuff that we should be giving to them, and we can yeah. be that light to someone else. Yeah. They can find greater joy by giving to those who need it. Yeah. Because yeah. giving it to your idol or whatever is like, is that really fulfilling? <laughs> yeah. You know deep down in your heart, like, they don't need it. Yeah. But you want to show it as a sign of, like, compassion for them helping you through something. Yeah. But you have to pass that, like, pay it forward. By giving it to someone, someone else, actually. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, like, wanting to give to someone that's giving you something. But I think we should also try to be that person that's giving freely mm. to everyone. Paying it forward is mm. what really sums it up. Yeah. You receive something good. Doesn't mean you have to give it, give something good back to them. Is mm. You turn around and see who else needs something good. Yeah. You help them. Uh-huh. And that person helps them. And if the world worked like that, everyone would be good. You know? Yeah. But we only see, we only give back to that person like we owe them something. Yeah. Like we don't owe anyone else anything. The rich give to the rich. And... Yeah. Overlook everyone else. Alright. Josh got a client coming in though, so we're going to wrap it up. Yeah. It's a short one today. Continue for like five minutes. What's up, man? Hey. How you doing? Hey. Hey. Just give me a second. Yep. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Sorry we had to cut it short today. Um, yeah. Main story. Context. Or main context of this story is to pay it forward. In my eyes. Okay. And, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Hope to see you guys next week as we continue Matthew 9. Peace out. Peace, peace.